Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. Okay, let's uh, give that a go. It's looking a bit juicier from my end. Not as juicy as I would like, but I never look that juicy. How juicy do you want it to look? Uh, juicy. Like a, like a ripe peach. Yeah. That's pretty that juicy. juicy. That's pretty juicy. That's pretty juicy. But like, or, or if like it a, gets too juicy on the wiggly lines, it's more it's more spiky. What about a perfectly ripe pear? Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, like because they're cause, pretty juicy, aren't they? Because I want it like when I first speak to have the bulbous bit. Yeah. The pear on its side. That's really what yeah. I'm going for. Yeah. Okay. Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And, uh, like, we've, we're kicking in today, I think, with some Speedy Gonzales, which, uh, like, it finally... It's a great around way to start. The, the, well, our, th- our theme tune, like, I pretty much picked it at the start with Speedy <laughs> Gonzales in mind and realised it was going to be 20 years before yeah. we really had any Speedy Gonzales, so I'm pretty excited for that. So there but you go. Let's uh, have a quick recap of what we discovered, uh... Uh, last time, so he definitely ended with that big operatic Wagner. Yes, uh, yeah, that was that was quite an interesting episode. I, re- I really enjoyed it, and it made me think. You know, if I ended, ever ended up in the Tooniverse and Elmo was putting on an opera, I'd probably go because the sets are banging. Yeah, it, yeah, it was great. It was it, it's like, real, real epic, en- real engineering work gone yeah. on. But uh, like, we decided that that's sort of because Bugs and Elmer are. Like kind of the the top tier powerful yes. tunes, yeah. Uh, like that's that's just what they're doing in their spare time, presumably because that's just what they think gods are meant to do. And like, I, maybe maybe it is in the universe. Maybe it's exactly what gods are doing. It's in more the of a job in the universe. Yeah, you're a godlike being now, so, so put on your winged helmet. There, there you go, and uh, you know, your hair. Do an opera. Um, but yeah, we uh, looked a bit into bit further into the Wiley Coyote, Wiley Coyote and Ralph Wolf situation. Yep. Um, I know that sounded like a correction. It's not. They're two different people. Yes. There's Wiley oh, Coyote what? and there's, I think we went with Dr. Coyote. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, Dr. Coyote. Just, 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 just so we could separate them out. Um, uh, yeah, we, we had a look at that. We think um, that possibly the Ralph Wolf, Sam Sheepdog situation is sort of like a, like a demo of, uh, of yeah, of how good these different products could be. Yeah, so like because we think that maybe Sam Sheepdog was maybe a different um, model. Yeah, he's like your 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 sort of jacked Ubermensch. Yeah, sort of uh, situation. Whereas Ralph Wolf is like he's your he's your espionage guy. Yes. He's your solid snake. Yeah, um, send him in with a box. Yeah, Paul we, good. Bugs and Yosemite uh, had a bit of a to-do. It was pretty uh, par for the course, other than Yosemite seems to have, like, a sort of a village in thrall, WandaVision style. Yeah, um, that was pretty weird. To support whatever narrative he's going on with. Foghorn Leghorn we didn't get much out of, really. It was just kind no, of confusing. But, but I mean, we, we never really do. I think the, the, the only thing we did get out of that was that Foghorn and Barnyard Dog are now kind of like... Well, Falcon stopped teasing Barnyard Dog as much. He's just kind of leaving them to it. But they had this, like, perfect plan at the end where suddenly Foghorn's riding Barnyard Dog like a 
horse. Yeah, that was very strange. And the fact that Barnyard Dog was, was in for that. So in for it. So, like, you know, that's an interesting development that, development in their relationship. And then we had, like, some Ralph Phillips and uh, Honeymooners stuff, which ultimately didn't really answer anything. No. Ralph Phillips, I was surprised to find it didn't really answer anything, because last time, like... The first time we saw him, if he felt like he was going to be a pretty major deal. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know maybe maybe as he's getting older, maybe he's losing his powers or gaining more control over them. Well, uh, I mean, I'm hoping he's not gaining more control over them because I like I like to introduce a chaotic godlike being into into these scenarios and go stay as you are. Yeah, just just, just, <laughs> just you know, stay as you have are. Have a there. cup of tea. Yeah. Just sit down. Make yourself at home. Powerful godlike being. Um. So let's kick into uh, this week's. We're uh, heading presumably south of the border uh, with Speedy Gonzalez, Pablo and Fernando in Tabasco Road from June 20th, 1957. Uh, and then we're going to catch up with Sylvester and Ertweety of some kind. Also Clarence. I don't know if that says B.A. Cats or B.A. is a character and Cats is a character. But B.A. Cats, I think, is the character. I, I think it's B.A. Cats because there's no comma after the A. It's yeah, just I can't a dot. that hard, mate. Uh, and Sam, I'm presuming they're Sylvester's cat mates. I assume so. Um, do, like, like, do you reckon B.A. Katz um, was the progenitor to B.A. Baracus? Maybe, but what's a Baracus? Well, that's oh, a, no, it would be a Baraka, wouldn't it? What's a Baraka? Is it like a Maraca, but like earlier? <laughs> is, is, is it like a proto-Maraca? I don't know. Let's hope, Maybe we'll find out. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, we're going to follow up uh, Tabasco Road with Birds Anonymous from August 10th, 1957. Okay, then. Some classic, some classic characters, some classic japes. Some classic japes, and the the Sylvester one was one I remember from when I was a kid. Because last time uh, we saw Sylvester have a run in with Alum, yeah, uh, you, I think this is one you brought up. Yes, yeah. Like, I mean, I reckon we should do the Speedy one first, and then we can get to get to this one. Yeah, I think so. So in Tabasco Road, uh, Speedy Gonzalez is celebrating uh, with his friends, being the fastest mouse uh, in. Uh, the world yep. by very slowly running around a hat. Um, yeah, his legs are moving fast, but his, his really legs slow. are moving fast. But they're gonna like. I mean, as happens in this cartoon, he he does acknowledge that some of the things he does happens way too fast for people to actually see. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll get to that. Start. I'm. I'd like to go into sort of the logistics of that in as much depth as we can. But yeah. basically, the episode revolves around uh, Pablo and Fernando, his mates, uh, getting tanked. Yeah. And then uh, basically just wanting to start a fight with every cat in the town. Yeah. And Speedy Gonzalez basically just trying to keep them out of trouble throughout. Stop them from that. getting eaten. Um, now, one thing I've. Well, one thing I noticed very quickly, and I'm not sure if it's one thing or the other, uh, he, he advises them very early on to stop, stop drinking, drinking tequila. Yeah. Um, he says he's already moy loaded. <laughs> Yes, but I don't know if he's talking about himself or them. Uh, is he is he like teetotaling it, yeah. or is it that thing where if you're the most sober in a group of drunk people, you are basically sober because sober. Uh, you have you have to be. 
I mean, I, I don't know. I'm wondering whether or not, like, Speedy's uh, metabolism might be so fast that it just processes the alcohol almost immediately. Yeah. So, like, like, like he can drink it and, like, just keep knocking it back, but it doesn't really affect he's him. Drunk, he's drunk very quickly and for a very short period of time. Yeah. Yeah, he just passes it. Yeah, it's just like, okay, like yep, a right. racehorse. Yeah, like, that's, that's that. Then he just burns it off as fuel. Like, But, yeah, because I also wondered... If it was because if it's the other way, the teetotaler sort of vibe is is that because his powers rely on it? If he, if he drinks too much tequila, can he still be speedy? I don't know. I mean, like, what one of the big questions I have is how fast is speedy? Like, how, like, like, do we think he is like you know faster than the Flash, faster than Superman? Like, I think like, he's like, in a the Flash sort of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. Where did he get his powers? And because that might go a way to tell us whether or not alcohol will affect that or whether or not it doesn't or whether or not he needs the alcohol as a fuel. Oh, I like that. But um, yeah, so we, we get a good sort of cross section of his powers yeah. in this. Uh, at the start, I thought, right, we've only got the one power. It's super speed. Yes. And like the first time his mates get into a running with a cat, I saw it put me in mind of... um. Uh, heroes where mm-hmm. uh like the, f- the the first series where like a lot of them have sort of decided right we better use these powers to be heroes yeah and like so i can't remember who but someone's like petitioning peter petrelli just like look you've got to use your powers and he's like what what am i going to do i yeah. fly <laughs> well, what do i do when i get there i don't have a gun yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and speedy gonzalez in this like he's fast but he still needs to grab an axe and just... yeah and the thing is has that slowed him down yeah like running with the axe actually he seemed to be running quite slow but what i did like is he used the back end of the axe on the cat's tail he didn't yeah. use the sharp end like he was never intending to like kind of lop off the tail of well, the cat I... he just wanted to crush it a bit well they, i mean the, the the tone of the cat versus mouse relationship uh, in uh, in Mexico so far yeah. has seemed far less like actually hostile than most we've seen in yeah. the states. Like it's more of just like you know, it's like just drunks. It's yes. just drunks yeah, fighting. Yeah. And so, like, I don't think he really wants to to hurt the cat too. No, much. not cause any lasting damage. But yeah, later in the episode, we see that. Uh, he has some sort of uh, rewind power, Tony Jaa style. He like yeah. when he does something, he likes to show it you slowly from every possible angle. Yes, yeah. He's like, ah, um, oh, he he is what it actually looked like because it was maybe a bit quick for you. But I wonder, like, does he? Did he just do it again slowly? Yeah. Or did he rewind and show us again? And if he can rewind and show us again, can he do it differently? Oh, can he like? Has he got a little like, uh, like blink sort of time jump power? Yeah, yeah. Go, I can jump back like ten seconds, and yeah. like and and go at it again, kind of like Prince of Persia. Yeah, because I wonder is that how? So rather than being able to think really quick and do it right, he's basically doing like roguelike runs through it. Oh, over and over again. It's like right now, try this. Let's try this. Let's try this until he's got it down, and then then he goes. And now I will show you how this 10 seconds is done perfectly. He's like a speedrunner. Yeah, no, it's like, better uh, of life. Yeah, cuz that's the thing like it, it it's always the it's always the the um when you're looking at super speed as a power. It's like yeah, but you also have to have the cognitive ability to deal with life at that speed. Yeah. Because otherwise you're just 
if your eyes aren't operating quick enough or your brain can't process the information fast enough, you're just going to run into a wall. So as soon as you get the quickly, impression that it's going wrong, like you can take he another just swing back, at it. Yeah. And takes another run at it. Because I like that. Like I like the idea that it's not. It's not actually that he's like necessarily that fast. It's that he's, fa- he's he finds the glitches in the world that he yeah. can exploit to. But then to make this stuff happen. I, I, the the problem with that is he could never. You would never see him do anything wrong. Well, he, I mean, he, he would he never could, whiff it. No, but that's not strictly true because he doesn't have to do everything perfectly. It's only no. if it was going to be a major problem that he didn't. Yeah, like I see it kind of like like you know those scenes in The Equalizer with Denzel Washington where yeah. like he'll walk in and it'll go on his eyes and he'll just and he'll assess everything the situation. In the room, room, yeah. Uh, and then it just like the actual action scene will be like about four seconds long, and it's yeah, just, like, or or done. kind of like in um, Sherlock Holmes, where, yeah, yeah. Like, like like where he he went through all of that, and then it just shows you it in because that's the thing. I mean, I guess if if Speedy has the ability to do that sort of thing, he's probably got very good at assessing situations and actually working out exactly what needs to happen when. Yeah. So, like, sometimes he's just going to do it pretty well and go, oh, that was good enough, got what I needed to do, done. Yeah. I don't need to blink back and sort that out or do that But better. do you think he does have a faster-than-normal cognitive ability? I think he does, but... To I, be able to at least process that level of speed. But I think it's not necessarily, like... You know, it's not like The Flash. It's not like... Yeah. Uh, he, can, he can think absolutely as fast as he his maximum capacity for movement. Yes. I think, you know, he can think pretty quick... But the ability to jump backwards just lets him do it time and time again yeah. until he's just really good at it. And, yeah. then, and then he just goes, right, that'll work. Now, there could be an ageing problem there. I don't know, because he's skipping the time back. Like, but, he's actually skipping back. So uh, so, 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 he, so his body clock skips back as well. Yeah, I think it's just, like, physical... Right, he just plonks himself back into yeah. that into that situation over and over again. But you can only do it over a short space of time. Like, you can't, you can't go, oh, I've whiffed, I've whiffed it this year, I've made some bad financial decisions. Um, so, so, so again, quite like um, Prince of Persia, where it's just like, like the sands of time. You've got a certain amount of time. Yeah, or like Katana Zero or yeah. something like that. It's just like, here's the, here's the little sandbox. And do you think that was a tune power that he got from um, his moment or... Like, like, do you think Speedy was born sentient, or do you reckon something happened that made him sentient, and that and and that's what manifested? But which tune power manifested? I feel like he must have been like that pretty much since his uh, his moment, yeah, or since birth, depending yeah. on uh, what is whether his uh, family had powers and whatnot, right? But. Because he's called Speedy, and like unlike most other characters that have a name like that, we haven't yet heard anyone call him like I don't know Jose or something. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. It, it, like he is called Speedy. Gonzalez. Yes, yeah, that, yeah, that, that 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 is his actual name. So because like when he's talking to his mates, like that, like they call him Speedy. Like yes. it's not like only on the posters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think he's, I think he's been been fast his entire at least his entire super sentient life yeah what about the time skip bit though yeah that part i'm not so sure about but then again like somebody else will have named him speedy that's true his speed like is the most obvious thing his speed is the most obvious thing but his speed is almost entirely 
due to the fact, like, you know, he's quick, but, like, his speed in doing everything yeah. is, a lot of it is down to being able to skip back and just yes, perfect yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, because... Uh, but I guess that's the thing that people wouldn't really see. You know, he can, like, he's the kind of person who can complete Jack and Daxter in eight minutes or whatever because yeah. he's found he's found the little bit of the scenery that you can clip through yeah <laughs> yeah right, whatever or you know he, he he knows if he actually runs directly at that mousetrap and at the last minute uh presses crouch yeah, like, he'll, he'll blip <laughs> halfway across the world yeah and just be and, like, right, and be like yeah that's perfect so like yeah i think that's that's actually what we're seeing okay. when he shows the speed obviously he is pretty quick because he could skip back and show us how he did it yes and it's like he can replicate he can replicate the glitch and go here you go yeah but yeah the bit that i found interesting about that is his ability to show us in slow motion yeah because that's like that's what made me go did he just do it again yeah yeah like did he just skip back and actually turns out he didn't need to be that quick to do the cat at all the cat was the cat's pissed up as well he's not reacting it's like i, I, I can afford to show you dead slow <laughs> yeah what I because did. the cat will be doing it dead yeah. slow because he's drunk yeah and the cat did do it dead slow he did, yeah <laughs> go, oh <laughs> no but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with that as like a, a bit of insight into Speedy's powers because yes. yeah, we we've, we've been trying to work out for a long time like exactly what it is how he's got going on. Works. Um, yeah, I think the main obstacle to getting Speedy into uh, a position where he can uh, beat some aliens in a game of basketball in 1995, yeah, uh, is uh, that. It seems, because like, this isn't the first episode that's had this broad sort of premise, it seems that currently he has to spend all of his time keeping his drunk mates out of trouble. <laughs> yeah, so I th- at some point he's going to have to get somebody in to help out, I yeah, think. Yeah, somebody's going to basically like babysit his mates. Yeah, or, well, or he's going to have to get basketball. his mates to AA or something like that. Yeah. Uh, which is a nice segue into Birds Anonymous, I feel. Yeah. Because uh, the BA cats... Uh, with a Birds Anonymous cat. So I should have yes. put two and two together when looking at the episode title. I didn't. No, but sue, there you go. Sue me. Don't <laughs> what you've got. Don't sue me. Well, I mean, you can try. Um, so, yeah, Birds Anonymous. Uh, Sylvester uh, is hunting a Tweety uh, as as is his want yep. of an afternoon uh, when a cat, I'm presuming it's, it's Clarence, yeah. um, pops up. And basically says, uh, you don't need to do that. Come on, you, you, you know, you're an addict. Like, yeah. come to, come you're to better Birds than Anonymous. Like, we'll sort you out. And it's basically uh, Sylvester trying to quit Birds for the episode. Yeah, I mean, it was it was never going to happen, really. So, uh, like, after he goes to the meeting uh, and he's like, yeah, that's it, I'm off Birds. He goes back home and at home is a Tweety. So was the house he went into the first time? Was that his house? And why has he got a pet Tweety? I don't think he's got a pet Tweety because he's in a cat bed in that house. Yeah, and it says Kitty on it. So somewhat like you know, he's yeah. So like, there's an owner in the house somewhere. Yeah. We, so, so do we think that's a granny and he's kind of? I don't think it can be a granny. Well, because there's no granny there protecting the Tweety simply because she's not there. Yeah. Like. But then she might have been sent off on some sort of errand. But we know Tweety uh, has like their sort of Wi-Fi thrall situation yes. with the grannies. So you don't Bluebeak. They don't Bluebeak te- technology. Bluebeak technology, yeah. Um, and so they uh, like they don't tend to let their granny out of that radius. No, the granny's there to protect them because grannies are 
badass. <laughs> Formidable. Um, so, yeah, I presume that Tweety doesn't have a granny, or at least doesn't have a granny now, because the granny's left the radius for whatever yeah. reason. Uh, I did wonder, because it happens pretty much every time. Do you think Tweety, uh, like, gets their owner to frame them like that like it's always lit in a way that it casts the good birdcage shadow or it's like you know uh, well, but like a good birdcage silhouette from any any potentially it, that's a, a, a like a, a special power of being a tweety is you have an ominous aura yeah that projects be, yeah. that like shadow out because there was thing there are weird things about the shadow like tweety's eyes are glowing like not like they're, they're light in the yeah, shadow yeah. like they're, they're they're a gap in the shadow and yeah. that's weird yes uh so and i kind of like to think that that's um where tweety prime is looking through the eyes of that tweety at that time yeah it's just so like if the if the eyes don't show up in the shadow then that tweety is just going around doing his tweety bird business but if, if tweety the eyes prime are is locked in beholder yeah. style yeah like through the eyes like then that's what the shadow looks like so no Tweety Prime was taking a special interest in this situation. Clarence. Clarence. Was it just me or did he seem off his tits? Yeah. He I seemed he drugged up. Well, I mean, at first, yeah, he did seem drugged up. Uh, and uh, at first I thought, well, this whole Birds Anonymous thing is going to be like a Tweety Bird thrall cult yeah. situation. But the more the episode went on, the more I realised that Tweety wants to be hunted. Tweety has manipulated it endlessly such that Sylvester does not join Birds Anonymous. Yeah. And at the end, uh, Clarence is back on the birds. Well, that's it. Well. Because, but it seemed like he snapped out of something. Yeah. So the question is, is who wants cats, uh, Birds Anonymous to be a thing? Yeah, and that, that's who benefits most from that, and that's uh, and it's the Tweeties. That's the thing. Like the Tweeties benefit the most from it, but Tweety does taunt Sylvester. Yeah, so maybe it's maybe it was more that while Tweety Prime was looking through that Tweety's eyes, yeah, and it's like ah, there he is. Yeah, it's like so in that area, it's more important to them to torment Sylvester. And bring that whole that that branch of Birds Anonymous well, can can collapse. Yeah, it's fine. Well, like what I'm thinking is that when Tweety says to Sylvester, "What's the matter? Don't you like me anymore?" That was Tweety Prime talking through that Tweety. Yeah, you know, just to you know taunt I, his arch nemesis. I know, but I also like I feel like Tweety Prime. I don't know. It, it sort of adds up to me that Tweety Prime is oddly oddly needy in that regard. Yeah, I know. I thought, yeah, like, I, think, I think he is. It's like needs needs the attention. It's it's almost like um, like in something like American Gods, where it's yeah. like they'll die if people don't believe him anymore. Like like he needs the nemesis. Like but that's he, it. He and, needs like, it to give him purpose. Yeah. Like, I, like, I think I think that the 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 Tweeties are the kind of the um, architects of the birds uh, the birds anonymous thing. But they they need like I said they need Sylvester to carry on his goal but they also want sylvester to feel isolated from his kin i think they need to they need sylvester for something yeah like that's the impression i'm getting they need sylvester for something but um, it does seem that tasting a tweety snaps a cat out of whatever drugged state they're well, in because that's what good. happened that's what happened to clarence wasn't it yeah but also seeing a cooked bird like 
trucks them up. And well, uh, but, Clarence, I guess, but, had been a lot longer. Uh, well, Clarence didn't see a cooked bird. It was only Sylvester that saw the cooked bird, and he was like, I don't think he was drugged in the same way. But yeah, he was on day one. Yeah, like, I, like whether or not it's um, you know just a a drug in the food. Do you think it's a catnip situation? It could be because I like. Clarence's... Do you reckon Granny's been doling it out to the neighbourhood? Oh, doling out the catnip, dealing to the to the street cats. Possibly that's where she was. Maybe she was out harvesting more, more catnip, more out in the woods. But unfortunately, she's gone too far astray. So maybe maybe that's the other thing, uh, like where Tweety Prime goes. Look, this this tweet. If it all goes wrong, this tweet you can be sacrificed because yeah. ultimately, it's got no protective Granny. So it's probably but, a write-off at this point but, anyway. But may, maybe they don't need a protective granny once they've got a Birds Anonymous group around them because the chances of a cat getting them is very low. Yeah, so it's only like if a Sylvester's about. So the granny is there to uh, create a safe environment for the Tweety. Yeah. Previously, that's been Hector's. Yeah. So or, like, or just being the muscle themselves. Or just being the muscle themselves. But I think that's like the what they do like initially yes while they establish something else so previously yeah. it's been the clone army of hectors and like once a hector is installed that granny can be released sort of like uh like it's more like indentured yeah like, yeah the, the the way tweety prime sees it it's like you've served me well granny, yeah and now you may go yeah you may be released from my thrall but then it's whether or not they just get sent on different jobs well, who knows? Because the next tweet, you might not know that that granny's been released. Yeah. But, you know, until they cross but paths with another I tweet. Think, I think maybe these Birds Anonymous groups are, like, maybe an extra level of security as well as, like, the Hectors, or maybe um, the cloning thing isn't really going so well. And Well, we haven't seen a Cinecolor situation in a long time. No. Um, like, we've seen a lot of do- dogs with three toes. Yeah. Uh, so I think the Clone Watch era has sort of come to an end, I think. I mean, we'll keep an eye out. Still, yeah. Uh, but, but like, Sinicala hasn't been as prominent of a thing... No. Um, ...since that whole incident where the president of Sinicala was dying. And yeah. Daffy uh, when... saved them with the miracle of laughter. Um, he did a good job. He did a great job. <laughs> and he put an end... Well, at least put the dampeners on that whole clone situation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe but maybe Birds Anonymous is the new the new way of doing things. The question is, if an area's got a Birds Anonymous, that probably means that Tweety's got a, a Tweety Prime's got their hooks in there pretty fucking good. I think so. Like it's like that that neighbourhood is is like nulled. Yeah, it's like yeah, connected. yeah. But yeah, big I, that, harrowing stuff. Yeah, and like, like I remember that cartoon from a kid and always being a bit creeped out by it, and now I think I know why. Yeah. The other thing I did notice is like uh, when he was off the birds and I was hoping his nose would no longer be red, mm. uh, but it is definitely booze. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Throughout this whole thing, when he's when he's off it, nose still bright red. Yeah, so he, like he's not off the alcohol. He's not getting off the booze. No. <laughs> he's like one, he's not one, a fool. one step at a time. Uh, shall we move on then? I think uh, we should. We've got uh, Daffy Duck and Taz number. Uh, it's one of the only like old... Uh, times we uh, old cartoons where we see Daffy and Taz together. Yeah, well, um, well, apparently this is the first and only in the classic era. In the classic era, I don't know when the classic era ends, but I presume it's uh, sometime in the sixties. Uh, so uh, we're watching Ducking the Devil, which is a Daffy Duck and Tasmanian Devil number from August seventeenth, nineteen fifty-seven, and then we're going to catch up with Bugs, Rocky, and Muggsy uh, in Bugsy and Muggsy uh, from August thirty-first, nineteen fifty-seven. Is Rocky called Bugsy now? 
No, Bugs is Bugs. Bugsy is Bugs Bunny. So Rocky's just not going to come into it. Uh, no, I reckon Rocky will He's be gonna in there. He's going to pop in and go, hi guys, hi. and then naff off. Maybe. So yeah, let's get into it. Okay, that didn't raise as many questions for me as I had hoped, the uh, second one, the uh, no, Muggsy one. The, 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 the first one, I can see why it was probably the only time these two were together in the classic era. Is it because it's absolute chaos? It's absolute chaos, but also uh, Daffy can beat up Taz for a dollar. Yeah, so... Um the, the themes in this one like were quite similar to me to the uh, themes when Bugs took him to see the genie. Like, yeah, uh, Daffy's avarice is like, well, I thought a, a major problem, but yeah. now I'm starting to see that maybe it isn't. No. So the episode uh, centers around uh, Taz is being delivered uh, to the zoo, which uh, it now more than ever has been absolutely confirmed as prison. Like. So what did he do in Tasmania to get sent to an American prison? Do you think he was extradited? I think he was probably extradited, yeah. But for what? Uh, I don't know. Because uh, I, I, like, Taz, like, I always presumed he, like, if he gets into, he has to go to zoo, it's because of, um, like, property damage, which you're not going to get extradited Yeah, it's just, for. no, you're not going to get extradited. Well, see, what I'm thinking is that Taz didn't do anything wrong. He's just been sent to an american prison for i mean god knows what i mean do you think he pursued bugs like bugs went through the soil and taz come after him and taz has been in the states for a bit i mean very possibly yeah um he he could have traveled through the soil with well, we bugs. see him do it. We do see ver- him do it, but it's a very practiced routine the way Taz moves. Like even though, like it looks yeah. like absolute chaos. Like in- it was exactly the same. He His breaks appearance. to a rock. Yep. Then drills to a tree, and then, and then burrows underground and pops and pops out the other end. That's how he moves. But he only does that at the start. Yeah. He never travels like that normally. He does go through a couple of trees and stuff. Yeah, I but- wonder if the damage is like sort of how he keeps it going. Like. Possibly, like a sort of weird fuel, like like he's like you know when you're playing like Doom, yeah, and like you if you want ammo, you melee something in one yeah. way, the chainsaw, I think, yeah, and yeah. then if you want health, you, you pull just them apart. Rip them apart with your bare hands. There's Taz, just like okay, now I need now I need a bit more speed, so I better I'll go break through a rock. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh no, so now I need more power, so I better drill through a tree. Like, yeah, like, like very possibly, but. Still doesn't explain why he's in prison. No, I mean, as I say, like, I could only presume it's just for his usual, just terrorising people, Taz ways. Do, yeah. do you think it's been marked as an act of terrorism? Possibly. He's an international terrorist, Taz. Yeah. But it's it's the extradition that's the thing. That's but that's the, the kind of thing that might get you extradited. It, it is, yeah. But because, I mean, he lives in the wilderness, though, in Tasmania. He doesn't... That's true, but like in my experience, uh, where someone uh, lives has in no way hindered the United States in getting involved. That is very true. So, so, so do you think the Tooniverse is is yeah, doing that is, as well? Yeah, it's Guantanamo Zoo. <laughs> and but there again, I mean, there's a, a, you know we're only saying like Tasmania is separate from the US because it is in this world. Yeah, because the thing there's is, no, we, there's not nothing to say it is. 
in the Tooniverse. No, I mean, I'm because sort they... of remembering the opening sequence to the Taz TV show. Yeah. Uh, that sort of showed you a world Down in Tasmania, one. down in Tasmania. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so by that point, I feel like it must reflect our world a bit more. But right now, we just don't know that that's true. No, because, I mean, you know, like we know at one point, our world, um, it was all just one big landmass that broke apart. So it's very possible that their world is very similar, but maybe it happens a lot quicker. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, and it's, it's at, a, the whims, sort of and at the whims of situation. who fuck knows. Yeah, I mean, I could kind of go with that, especially because uh, we've had a broad sort of US map in mind for most of the time, yeah. especially early on with the sort of demarcation sort of lines and things yeah. like that. But yeah, over time, maybe maybe that just drifts apart into into its own thing, and a tiny little states is left yeah. <laughs> from the giant United States that is now. But anyway, so however it happened, Taz ends up um, being taken to this zoo, but he breaks out of the uh, the box he's in well, they just don't get before him he's in. allowed it's... to be put, or just before he gets put into a cage, and yeah. then he's off. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like the start of Jurassic Park. Yes, but you know, you, you get like the, the the box gets knocked away. He's out. Yeah, everyone runs away from the zoo, and uh, Daffy hears on the radio that he's escaped, uh, and also and that he reads five... in the newspaper as well, doesn't he? That he that, that, that Taz's favourite uh, food is, is wild, wild duck. duck. Uh, yeah, I quite like that because it seems that Taz is especially fond of everything. It's like especially <laughs> yes. rabbits, but especially duck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he hears he's escaped. He hears there's a five thousand dollar reward, he's and well he hears that it. you can sort of pied piper the Tasmanian devil. Yeah. If you play music, he gets all sleepy and you and can just follow you, and you can. And Daffy does this through various means. First with the radio, but the cable's not long enough. Uh, then he orders a trombone uh, and leads him that way. And in yep. the end, he just sings all the way to the zoo. Um, now, the post system... The post system, I have written, how does mail work on this piece of paper? Uh, I mean, I'm, I think that it's uh, with the development of the Acme Hole, I think it'll allow them to kind of have this like um, system where you put a letter into it and then it gets taken to like a central depot like instantaneously, um, yeah. which, which is why... Very, very quickly, uh, the parcel uh, turns up. But <clears throat> it's that's to be a size limit, I guess. Otherwise, because Daffy could just jump in himself. Yeah, like, I think if a, if a like a, I mean, I say normal size tune, but I guess that is a sort of a thing, like, because, like, all, all the tunes seem to have been sort of scaled from their regular animals to be sort of comparable to each yes. other. Uh, like, if a regular size tune could fit through, then all the times we've seen people hide in mailboxes... They just be able to escape. They just leave. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it's like a small letter for it. It's like like that thing at the post office where you check to see if you can. Just yeah, yeah. It, 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 it like, like like what's that? What size is this going to be? Is it because, a large letter? Yeah. It's uh, like yeah. oh well, that's not going through the Acme Hole, unfortunately. Uh, so I think the mailbox, uh, yeah, can only be uh, can only fit like a, a, a normal letter sized thing. Do you and think so? The parcel turns up with a guy, so I guess that's, that's true. Kind of confirmation. But, but do you think that's done on purpose? Because obviously we've seen Acme holes uh, varying sizes. But do you think that the um, the postal system went? No, no, we're only going to use si- this hole size because anything more than that, and it's gonna it's gonna fuck up the economy um, of stamps and various other things. 
Yeah, I mean, because trans- people would just like, travel. Transportation would be fucked. Uh, yeah, you'd have people just running through your depot. All day yeah, and you'd be like, look, do you, do you mind private property? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's why. Uh, or maybe they get stuck in the tubes on the other side. Yeah, they don't need just a duck's head. Because I think I think it's just a hole that opens out into this big sorting thing. And obviously, if you just have a tune pop through and it just gets jammed up in the gunk like uh, Augustus Gloop in um, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, you know, where you go, it gets stuck in the chocolate tube. Yeah, I think what happens <clears throat> is like it falls through uh, the whole main hole to the depot. Yeah. And it just hits something that just arbitrarily splits the letters out to smaller holes, which go to individual sorters who just yeah. grab a letter and pop it in a hole, and it just goes down like that, like yeah. a family tree almost, yeah, of yeah. sorting until it until everything's getting where it needs to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so he can't travel through there. Uh, so he gets a trombone. Yeah. Uh, in the post and uh, just uh, starts starts using it to pipe, control pipe his way back uh, back to prison. Uh, yeah, with, but with, with but Taz. it gets stuck in a tree. He gets stuck in a tree. And then he ends up having to sing his way there. Yeah, and so he's very hoarse. He nearly yep. gets done at the end, but he gives himself a bit of breath spray. Yeah. And uh, he just finishes, and, ta- and Taz goes into the into the cell. Yeah. The thing is, when Daffy gets his uh, $5,000, because I had Daffy's avarice down as a problem, and now I'm thinking it's, like, part of his power, because he drops his... One of his dollars, yeah, because he got his five thousand in in dollar bills, of like, course, because you know Daffy's straight to the strip club, I imagine. <laughs> but I, I, it, it's possible that that's just the largest denomination note they have. Yeah, maybe. Like, 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 maybe they went okay. Well, we'll stop at ones because you can make any number with ones. Yeah, why make bigger? Why 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 make our lives more difficult? Especially because exactly. it it just looks like one wadge of uh, bills. So yeah. I'm uh, guessing their it doesn't matter. Very thin. Yes, very well, two D. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's the completely thinnest. 2D. So. It's the thinnest of thin. Because we've established that they've definitely got some flatland shit going on yes. in the universe. But um, yeah, he drops one of his dollars. Taz grabs it under the door. Yeah. And Daffy just goes in and just Absolute, pummels him. Yeah, absolutely pummels him. And so Daffy's greed, which he's very clear in this episode, is about 50% of his personality. He's yeah. a coward and he's a greedy coward. Um, so, I mean, like... That gives him the power, the it, willpower to just see these things yeah, through. Yeah, to, to, like, like to carry on. But the music thing, like the voice on the radio, like I'm thinking that's that information must have to come from somewhere. And Taz's ability to be controlled or at least calmed by music has to be has to be used later on because in the Taz um, sort of series, he's much calmer. He's not as mad as he is yeah so, so i'm thinking think, he's just think got he's... like one airpod in oh, and I he's was just going with music therapy but like i i, I kind of like the idea that he's one of those rude people who comes to the bar and yeah like, like, he's, he's, out. like he's, he's always got one one headphone in and that's keeping them at at least a docile level and that's obviously then exploited in space jam because he becomes usable in space jam yeah like it's controllable to at least yeah. the level he needs to so be. i'm thinking that that voice is bugs that voice over the radio is is Bugs giving Daffy the information he needs to get Taz back into prison. And if that's the case, chances are it is Bugs that's ordered the extradition of Taz to the US. Yeah, because he's a big wig at the agency. So he's a big he wig at the agency. Look, I've filed the paperwork, redact what you need to get yeah. this guy to the States. Because he needs him in the States so he can teach him basketball, but also get him to the level where he's actually controllable. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like, so because... that information all has to come from future bugs who's already done Space Jam. Yeah, already become the portal. Yeah, and already come all the way back through. And yeah, you filters that, that information through. Because also, uh, it makes sense um, in terms of the Daffy situation as well, because we know he tried to get Daffy, like, like ascended, basically. Yeah. He took him to the genie. Daffy whiffed it because he was too greedy. Um, but now, maybe Bugs is seeing that he can leverage that greed and, uh, like, ascend Daffy in a different way. Yeah. Um, like, it turns out the incentive for Daffy isn't power yeah he, he, he doesn't need genie powers because he's entirely modular and therefore you oh, can give very, him whatever you I was want. very impressed that uh his uh beak because the beak uh as we all know was shot off in the war yeah and that was one of the first bits of him to go and being replaced with a machine yeah uh, I like that he can produce uh, a suitable embouchure to play the trom- trombone with yeah. a beak he, it takes him a little moment to get it he's struggling at first yeah. but then it locks in i'm wondering if it's sort of like almost like maybe nano machiny or something so, so, like so, that. So, so kind of like a liquid metal it can just sort of learn or like it's liquid like liquid paint yeah i think it just can just reform yeah because uh, i mean it's done some weird stuff in its time and that would sort of explain it to me yeah uh so yeah i wonder if his beak is his new beak his Mark Five beak or whatever. So do you think he's a lot like Iron Man, where he, just, where he just keeps inventing a new suit, but he just yeah, keeps exactly. inventing a new beak. Yeah, I think he's got he's got top men working on it at the yeah. agency, and now his beak can play the trombone and <laughs> basically learn to do whatever. He's got very malleable beak now. That's it pretty takes handy. A few seconds. Yeah, but he just has but to it, like go. This is what I need you to do, and the nano machines like reprogram themselves and go. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll do that. Done. That's so, interesting. Yeah. Uh, but then, then obviously, the next episode was uh, the Bugs, Mugsy, and Rocky. Yeah, but again, bit. like I think uh, this sudden pursuit by Bugs for money uh, mm. it continues in this episode. Yeah. Um, so Bugs is in the city. Yeah. Uh, we quickly we quickly find out, uh, and you know, I hadn't really thought much about it before that if Bugs is in the city, he needs just like a normal physical place to live. He can't use his like. Uh, yeah, you can't just open a hole in the concrete and be like, oh, I'll just get into my house. Yeah, because he, he's, he can't do it unless there's, like, soil. Yes. Maybe continuous soil, maybe just soil. But that's it, cause but because we've talked about pot plants when he's been stuck in, um, like, the, the, the haunted houses and stuff like that, um, like, with uh, witch hazel, where, like, the pot plants were actually just painted onto the wall. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, okay, well, he can't, he can't just jump into that soil and escape. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe it's like if it's continuous soil, that's when we see like the the like sort of uh, the digging sort of line. Yes. Yeah, because uh, he can just travel really quickly through that. Yeah, but if he if it's disconnected soil, I think he has to sort of plot a jump. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sort yeah. of like hyperspace, which jump. which takes time because it means he can't just have a hole open to his house in a pot plant. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he he could, but it, like he has to, he'd have to get in the soil. Yeah. And like you know, do some. Do some calculations. Yes. Um, so that's why he needs a physical place uh, in the city. His yeah. previous physical place has been flooded. It says he's moved to to somewhere drier. An abandoned, and I think, is it the, like a building that's going to be a condemned, condemned building? condemned building, yeah. and he's in the basement uh, or the attic interchangeably. I think he's just generally in the walls. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. Of this condemned building. Um, now, he's, he's run out of carrots. He doesn't have any carrots. He doesn't have nope. anything. No, I presume they were all like they all rotted because his house got all wet and horrible. And, yeah, and like he should have spent more time in that carrot field. He should. Um, but as we know, when Bugs runs out of carrots, something there's something he needs to do. Yep. 
um, as dictated by his future self. Yeah. And in this case, that something has to do with Rocky and Muggsy. He hears the word carrot in a different context because Rocky and Muggsy have just performed like a jewellery heist. Yeah, and they're, and they're laying low and they're, they're about to go on to do another jewellery heist. Um, yeah. And Bugs is like, ah, oh, you know, someone needs to teach these people that crime doesn't pay. And it's like, well, that's rich coming from you, Bugs. He's about to nick these jewels. He's about to nick these jewels. And so he basically spends the whole episode trying to convince uh, Rocky that Muggsy is going to sort of off him and, yeah. and nick the jewels. Uh, and then, I don't know, it's just a pretty standard Bugs uh, manipulating people uh, until he has time to do what he needs to do. In yeah. this case, have the police turn up and arrest them. Yeah, by wiring up a big sign that says Rocky's hideout. Yeah. But he just needs to get them out of the way so he can take the jewels yeah. because the infrastructure his future self requires now costs money because he's being a lot more careful. Yes. Because yeah. he's realised he needs to cap off his powers. Um, he because doesn't want the, to become the portal too soon. That, well, that's it. Because like, his, his powers are compounding every single time he interacts with himself in the past. So and seen- eventually he's going to become the portal. And he's got stuff to do before that happens because the portal, as much as it can look back, it doesn't have the ability to manipulate. Yeah. So uh, most future bugs interactions have to be from before he reaches his final form. Yeah. As the portal itself. I mean, we assume it's his final the, form because that, that's, that's the third form. Is that yeah. he jumps through himself yes. to interact with stuff. But he doesn't want to accelerate that process too much, so he's now jumping back and manipulating his past self less directly like, uh, through other people, yeah. through, uh, through through radio through or radio. Um, through elaborate machines, yes. uh, all kinds of stuff. But that stuff costs money. And so now another thing on the docket of past bugs is uh, please gather as many precious gems and, as And you also just can. paying Daffy by the looks of it. Because I'm guessing that $5,000 reward came from Bugs's stash of cash. I don't think it came from the zoo at all. Yeah, I imagine so. You've got to have Daffy on retainer. And he's, yeah, and it's just like, well, the only guy. way to do it is keep shipping them because... Uh, Bugs took all the money from the genie's cave. Yeah, and that was a lot. That yeah, yeah, that was a lot. But I'm assuming that went to fund. I don't know. Maybe paid LeBron some money. Well, yeah. I mean, like, because I guess LeBron got paid. We'll we'll find out in in June sometime. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, ultimately, like globally, I don't think this episode answered very much. It just no. was a continuation of that sort of theme. Daffy's yes. greed. No, like you know, we've had Daffy is greedy, and Bugs needs money money for that and yeah. for and for his own all the other machines interactions. yeah um so i don't think we should dwell on it for too long because i don't think it's going to add very much no uh so let's move on to the last pair uh we have zoom and board board is in like you know i am board not as in a board yeah uh zoom and board uh which is a wily e. coyote and roadrunner number which have been rife recently uh, from September 14th, 1957. And then we're going to catch up with Sylvester and Tweety again. But this time, Granny and Hector are back in the mix. And that is Greedy for Tweety from September 28th, 1957. Okay, so I don't feel the need to dwell too long on the Wiley Coyote Roadrunner one um, nah. because we've just had a lot of it recently yeah and, and it's come very to some much pretty the good same. conclusions there is one particular part I do want to uh, focus in on though uh, there's one part where presumably with some sort of 
similar to Acme Hole technology. Yeah. He's got a wall. Yeah. And when he peeks out one side of it, he can see the back half of himself on the other side of the wall. Yeah. So, you know, something spatially weird is going on yeah. there. But the thing uh, that... Uh, got me about it was at one point he sticks his arm out and he's waving his arm yeah and he can see his arm on that this side and the other side of the wall yeah now unfortunately when he comes around the wall in his fullness he walks like around the wall like hugs the wall yeah yeah and so there's only one of him now if he can see his arm on both sides if he just took one step to the side right he could have duplicated himself entirely oh he's missed a trick yeah, but the, I mean, the last thing you want is two inept wily coyotes after one roadrunner. Yeah, but I think somebody's been trying. I think someone's tried to help him out, and he's missed it. I mean, possibly, but the thing is, is like we know that the roadrunner ran up to that wall. So we heard something to that effect. Yeah, so we have to assume that whoever that was, and if it was the roadrunner, they're the ones who put the acme holes in place. Yeah, I can kind of see that, yeah. So why, if it was the Roadrunner, why would the Roadrunner be doing something that could potentially duplicate Wiley? Like, do you think you just feel sorry for him now? Well, the episode is called Zoom and Bored. Yeah. Is Roadrunner just bored? Fast and bored. to New Game, New Game Plus it. Very possible. Just like, give me two. Give me yeah. two Wileys. Mate, fuck it, give me eight. Let's do this. Yeah, let's see what happens. End, at the end, like... Uh, Wiley goes through a pretty traumatic experience. He has an absolute uh, shitter. Like, on the back of a harpoon. Yeah. And he flies for fucking ages, getting bashed by everything. Yeah. Uh, and in the end, he winds up, like, on the on the verge of cardiac arrest. <laughs> yeah. these things, up, up on the top of a cliff, uh, having survived this thing. And Roadrunner, like, goes as if to push him off, and then just, in a Wiley style, holds up a sign that just says, I just don't have the heart. And it's yes. just like... So yeah, I think there is a I think there is a level of pity, and I think uh, Roadrunner wants to up the challenge. Yeah, I, th- I think he's realizing that Wiley is running down. Essentially, that he's just he's, he's becoming less and less, and the challenge is a lot less and less. It's more just a compulsion now than him trying to win this weird. Yeah, I think he's forgotten completely game. that that's even a thing. Like, I don't even think he realizes he probably could get out if if he could find the door. Yeah, I think it's just, it's been so long yeah. doing the same thing that it's just like, this is what life is. Yeah. And this is all I've got. But he, I don't think he remembers going into the game. I don't think he remembers the promise of prize money. I don't no. think he remembers, you know. But I think he's I think he's just starting to malfunction. Like, you know, we, we, we've already discussed the fact that his um, sort of like speech circuits and stuff like that have probably malfunctioned, which is why he's now just resorting to signs. Uh, his funding's being cut, so he's not getting any of the, like good things anymore yeah i mean i reckon it was all like if it's not roadrunner who's bored maybe it's uh like it's viewers and it's the um it's the sponsors who have yeah. gone like you know it's roadrunners sponsors who have gone look can we just give wiley a leg up because otherwise this show is yeah get canceled. That, yeah no, it's it's, viewers, it's viewing's down yeah like, it's no longer exciting watching wiley just fail at every single turn exactly um, but yeah, I don't think much beyond that part really made me ask any questions. No. Um, so let's get on to this weird... I don't think it's a hospital, but... I don't think it's a hospital at all. Granny's not a nurse. It's not a hospital, but... No. 
uh, wherever they are, uh, Sylvester, Tweety, and it says Hector. I'm not sure it is Hector. It's, it wasn't. It's, it's really it was yellow. yellow. Very yellow for um, Hector. But had three toes. But So not yeah, a clone Not stitch. a clone. Uh, they're all laid up with seemingly with broken legs. Apparently. Uh, and it's mostly a Sylvester versus this dog scenario. Yep. Tweety doesn't really feature that heavily. No, he's up in a cage with his leg up in a cast in traction. Uh, but they're basically just... Uh, just at each other all the time and yeah. having fights and trying to blow each other up with ex- increasingly elaborate. That ways that of doing that, it. that machine was hilarious. Yeah, he had a proper like Rube Goldberg sort yeah. of situation. It was going brilliant on, um, to to place uh, to drill into a, uh, the dog's cast, put yeah. a stick of dynamite in, put a cork in it, and then tap it. Cork <laughs> yeah, tap tap it shut. Uh, but yeah, like generally speaking, it's it's standard back and forth tune antics yeah um and then granny who's the like you know masquerading the, as a nurse yeah, in the situation. only employee in this place yeah because she's the administrative nurse yeah uh the x-ray at least yeah radiologist but um, she, she comes in with the x-rays at the end and goes turns out there's nothing wrong with any of you're all free to go it's like so do you just bang a cast on people step on i mean it explains a lot of like cartoon like uh just ailments yeah because they're always bandaged up in a bed aren't they if, if anyone's in any way sick that's it you bandage like, them in a bed we'll, we'll assess it later um but, but it's weird because why did why did it take her that long to get those x-rays back when she managed to x-ray um sylvester as soon as he ate tweety she banged yeah. him straight into the x-ray got it out and went yeah he's in there took him straight to surgery surgerized him surgerized. got <laughs> got got tweety out uh and tweety had survived uh, and then stitched them back up. And it's like, well, why did it take so long to get the... You could have just looked at the x-ray that had Tweety in and went, oh, his leg's not broken. Well, I feel like there must be some sort of, like, experiment going on, like, a social experiment on Sylvester and this dog. Yeah. That, like, Tweety is there both as a catalyst for, like, some of this, uh, but also just to observe. Yeah. So Tweety Prime can observe. And Granny's there to just facilitate this this social experiment. Yeah. One thing I did notice that jumped out to me, which I think uh, finally, like, really conclusively confirms that uh, Tweety is not an individual. Tweety is a, a, a like, there's lots of them. Yeah. Uh, is that uh, when she's filing the patients in, yeah. it doesn't say Sylvester Hector Tweety. No. It says cat, dog, Tweety. Yes. So Tweety is... A species yeah and because it's like she does say oh let's check on this tweety bird like so she so she does acknowledge that this tweety bird is different from the other tweety birds but that's interesting because is that uh is that a specific tweety that has shared that information with its enthralled granny because the granny normally is under the impression that it's just her cute little bird yeah and she must protect that bird. Whereas this one goes, this Tweety bird. Yes. So is this one like a higher rank of granny? Because it is like a, a recognisable granny. It's not... It's not granny. It's not the OG granny. No. Uh, but like, but we have seen, seen this granny before. Yeah. So it's a, it's a long-serving granny. Yeah. So like the task that this well, granny like, has been given like, is larger. I, I don't think that that is a proper animal hospital, but I do think it is a medical centre that she is running. Yeah, because I wondered if it was more of a, um, uh, like, like institute of some kind. Because yeah. like 
the facilities to strap people into the beds are just to hand. Yes. For a start. Yeah, and she was able to do it all on her own. Yeah, do you think she's... There's nobody else there. got a sort of uh, uh, Nurse Ratchet kind of... Yeah. ...situation going on. Yeah, uh, I'd like to see more in and around this animal hospital to try and work out exactly what's going on, like what type of experimentation is actually happening here. Well, hopefully we'll see Granny in this sort of role again, because, like, I mean, quite often we've seen that once once someone's sort of established in a job, like, that job does recur f- for them yes. a lot of the time. Like, da- Daffy's often a salesman, for instance. Yeah. Uh, and, like, uh, early on, uh, being, like, an oil tycoon was a recurring thing for Porky. Yeah. So, hopefully we'll see Granny, this Granny in this role a Hopefully. couple more times and and see what else they're up to but I, I don't think I think it's more questions than answers right now yes I think so um, but yeah I do like confirming that it's a Tweety Bird because yeah. like we but we like we were happy with that conclusion but that seems pretty solid it's yeah like, it's like, yeah, like, like I think that's definitely a good tick for this episode because like because it makes me think like Tweety Pie is the name of yeah. a specific Tweety Bird. Yes. But then I wonder, is that a number? Oh, like, yeah, like, kind of like the Greek alphabet. Is there, is there Tweety Tau? Yeah. Like, Tweety Alpha. Tweety Epsilon. Yeah. yeah. Like, so it's tweet, It's it's not pie with an E. It's no. It's Tweety Pie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Or, but, like, did they have to get really granular with the, uh, with the numbers? So, like... Tweety like, Pie to the 10th decimal. Well, I think... Because... Uh, like uh, pi obviously just goes yeah, on yeah, and on yeah. and doesn't end. Yeah. Uh, I think that's Tweety Prime. Yes. The, yeah, because it just goes on. Tweety. Yeah, it goes on and on and on, doesn't end. Everyone else is just given a like a number. Yeah. It's like Tweety 1, Tweety 2. Yeah, but then there's Tweety Pi. And there's Tweety Pi because it's the eternal Tweety yeah. that is plugged in somewhere watching all this go on. Yeah, that was the original hairless one, featherless exactly. one that we saw with <laughs> a fucking great. massive kill count immediately. I forgot, about, I forgot it was just yeah, pink, so horrible. horrible. Like, yeah, fetal Yeah, thing. like it just spawned. <laughs> it was okay. horrible. I think we should leave it there. I don't like it. That's a good plan. Um, so, uh, yeah, thank you for uh, listening. Uh, I think, do you think this is the week where we should uh, put some social media out that says by the way, we're back in this five new episodes you could listen to. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, let's do it. But maybe we shouldn't commit too hard to it and, and we'll congratulate ourselves next episode if we do. Good idea. Right. <laughs> let's let's really incentivise ourselves now with the promise of co- our, our own congratulations. Yes. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. It's always good to know that we're not completely alone on this adventure. Although for the past five weeks, maybe we have. Been. Who knows? Um, we've changed the format up a bit this time around. Uh, please let us know uh, your feelings on that. Yeah, we're see if you're enjoying it. Galloping through it a bit faster. If there's, if you've got any suggestions for like things you might want to hear, like you know, us focusing in on certain things, or like, or, or just any sort of like other way to format it that will will get us through these things quickly and in uh, as interesting a way as possible for you the listener informative and informative that's need important. informative it's that's an educational thing. program it is uh then then please get in touch uh we're on twitter at tsj community um we're going to leave you with a song as ever uh it was referenced in the first uh cartoon we watched when sylvester was trying to quit birds yeah uh and 
uh, yeah, it's sort of remained relevant throughout a lot of them. So we're going to leave you with a uh, bye bye Blackbird. Uh, this is a Gene Austin version. Yeah, uh, and uh, we'll catch you all next week. Bye. Blackbird, blackbird, singing the blues all day, right outside of my door. Blackbird, blackbird, why do you sit and say, there's no sunshine in store? All through the winter, you hung around, now I began to feel homeward bound. Blackbird, blackbird, gotta be on my way Where there's sunshine galore Pack up all my cares and woe Here I go singing low Bye-bye, blackbird Where somebody waits for me Sugar sweet and so is she Bye-bye, blackbird no one here can love and understand me. Oh, what hard luck stories they all hand me. Make my bed and light the light. I'll arrive late tonight. Blackbird, bye-bye. Bluebird, bluebird, calling me far away. I've been longing for you. Bluebird, bluebird, this is my lucky day. Skies are turning to blue. I'm like a flower that's fading here, where every hour is one long tear. Bluebird, bluebird, this is my lucky day. Now my dreams will come true. Pack up all my cares and woe. Here I go singing low. Bye bye, blackbird. Where somebody waits for me, sugar sweet, and so is she. Bye bye, blackbird. No one here. And love and understand me Oh, what hard luck stories they all hand me Make my bed and light the light I'll arrive late tonight Blackbird, bye-bye